last week on Ghosted Hunters. Okay, so I met this dude, Chad, on Bumble. There was an exchange, a mutual exchange of nudies. And we did the thing. Blocked me on Instagram, blocked me on Snapchat. The day after you had sex? Yeah. Is it possible he had a girlfriend you didn't know about? Why would he block someone whose company he enjoyed? Uh, I did not like this guy. I thought he was an asshole from the get-go. Stop calling here. This is inappropriate. We've actually emergencies detected. He just seemed kind of, uh, insane. Do I have to ask you to leave the premises at this time? Weird. I think he knows what we're up to. I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. Together, we are Ghosted Hunters. Last week, we met Kelly, who was not only ghosted, but also inexplicably blocked by her one-time lover, Chad. Our investigation was met with constant roadblocks. After agreeing to speak with us... Chad resorted to his tried-and-true tactics and disappeared when we tried to contact him for an interview. We resorted to our tried-and-true tactics of cyber-stalking him to no avail. We should have known a Lothario like Chad would set his accounts to private. We thought to ourselves, where should we go? What should we do? We were about to hang up our hats and indulge in a round of Manhattans when we received a call that would change the trajectory of this story. No. It was Chad. I shit you not. I shit you not. Wow. I guess you're unblocked. This unexpected plot twist left us flummoxed. Are you, so what did he say? What did, I? can we, he texted you? Do you mind if we, can we look at the screenshots? Yeah, he texted me. Absolutely. I'm going to send it to you guys right now. It's crazy. Are you going to see him again? I will engage to see what he has to say, I guess. Just to hear, like, what dumb fucking excuses he has. Yeah, he's um, been really difficult for us to get a hold of. I'm really surprised he contacted you. Yeah, I'm surprised, too. It's very, like, I haven't heard from him. It's super out of the woodwork. I'm sure he's probably just now thinking of me and is like, oh, yeah, she was awesome. Did he mention us at all? He did not mention you guys. That's interesting. Did he apologize? In a ass-backwards way. We're going to have to investigate this. We have to really analyze your texts. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited to see this. I know. You guys are going to laugh. It's comical. Comical was an understatement. The text messages that Kelly sent us from Chad were more entertaining than the aftermath of the 2016 presidential elections. The following is an unaltered reading of the text exchange between our ill-fated lovers. Show me that fatty. Quit locking me, and maybe I will. You'd think you'd learn to do what I say, and that wouldn't happen. But guess you haven't yet, so okay, bye. 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 Peace sign emoji. We were perplexed. We were confused. We had questions. Kelly, what does he mean when he says, do what I say? And first of all, that is creepy. 
I agree. That is creepy. He, I think, was trying to assert dominance over me and be like, do what I say. I want to fuck. Whatever, whatever. So what he meant was he's referring to the nude pictures. He wanted nude pictures from you. Yes. And was upset when you said no because you blocked me. It appears that he was upset about that. Like other men inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey, Chad had delusions that he was mastered to a servant who had no desire to serve. Why should I keep you unblocked? Convince me. I'm working, dude. I can text you later, lol. Hmm. I'll keep you unblocked, but you're going to do as I say for for now on. Not from, but for. Starting with coming over and getting on your knees and sucking my dick. Chad was establishing a bipolar pattern. Blocking her unblocking her, initiating contact, and then asking her to give him a reason to refrain from blocking her again. We started to question Chad's sanity. Was he for real? Or the conductor of a diabolical roller coaster in a theme park for the mentally ill? Although we didn't quite understand his approach, we were more confused that someone with a second grade vocabulary could maintain a job as a registered nurse. Now, his use of for instead of from tells me that he is not intelligent. <laughs> and suck in my dick makes him sound like kind of a hick. Also very juvenile. We made a mental note to never get treated at his hospital. With a situation this complex, we knew we had to enlist the expert expertise of an expert. Meet Zach, a man so accustomed to getting ghosted, he's now the head of research in ghostingology at Yale Junior College. Zach, you you call yourself an expert on getting ghosted. Is that correct? Yes, as someone that has um, over a decade of experience of being ghosted, yes, I... I um, I would definitely call myself something of an expert. I would say about 90% of romantic interactions end with me being ghosted. After reviewing this case and all of our research, the following is Zach's professional opinion on what happened. A few of the things that really stick out to me, his friend is our over there for after such heavy and sexually charged interactions. He doesn't, he chooses not to be alone. The story being, this guy's staying with me. The place is a mess. The friend feels comfortable. We're sitting in the living room watching the game together, but like it's a three person, there's a third wheel there. There's a, uh, my theory here, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, uh, that doesn't live there. His friend lives there. has a serious girlfriend, and he goes, I got this date, I'm gonna be able to hook up with this girl. And then his friend is like, dude, that's my, I'm watching the game. Like, and he's like, cool, well, we'll watch the game, I promise. She can show back up there all she wants. He's not going to be there. Lives in Santa Monica in a penthouse. You know, he's engaged. Who knows? Yeah, I think, I think it was just an opportunity and he seized it. The control over social media uh, and the promptness of it 
of, of cutting it off before she could blow up his spot is very telling to me. This is a classic case of deceit and betrayal of a very calculated nature. That's not his place. That's his friend's place. That's he's not single. He, he doesn't respect her enough to clean up because it's not his place. Why is he going to clean it? It's, it's, uh, so but his can... dog was there. Do you think he just brought his dog along? Or do you Definitely. think perhaps it was the roommate's dog? I think, I think it is his dog. I do believe it's his dog. Because a person like this, this this sociopathic, they have to purchase something that provides love and no judgment. You know? So he, I see. he that fills Definitely that makes not him, a cat. Yeah, it makes him think he's a he's a human when he's clearly not. Confirmed with a hundred percent certainty from a verified expert. Chad is not a human, but rather a well-oiled, cheating, ghosting machine, the terminator of relationships. And just like the terminator, he did come back. Armed with this newfound expert information, we knew we had to dig a little deeper. So we decided to add Chad on Facebook. We were reluctant to do this, considering we had already told him our full names and occupations when we initially reached out for an interview. Would he be dumb enough to accept our request? Apparently, yes. Oh my god. He just accepted my friend request. What? Oh my god, this <gasps> is amazing. This is so good. Okay, so let's go back to his profile and see what he was doing in October of last year. Okay. When he disappeared on Scrolling Kelly. Scrolling back. He read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh, yeah, sounds about Carly right. He's been applying that. Okay, here we are in October. If you're ever wondering if you're on the right path, look around. The signs will be right in front of you. Hashtag spiritual awakening. Hashtag trust the process. Hashtag the universe provides. Wow. So while he was blocking people after having sex with them with no explanation, he was on a spiritual sojourn. Great. We used our knowledge of stereotypes and social media activity analysis to determine if Chad is, in fact, a douchebag. What we couldn't figure out is if he had a girlfriend. You know, he strikes me as the kind of guy who would never, even if he had a serious girlfriend, wouldn't post photos with her. Yeah, it doesn't really look like that's his jam. But, but he does love to deadlift. Hashtag on the prowl. Ew. After three hours of viewing Chad's gym selfies, we knew more about him than Cambridge Analytica. But we still could not confirm if he was in a relationship when he vanished from Kelly's life. We put our research on hold when we received more screenshots from Kelly as Chad continued to contact her. Wanna fuck? Who is this? It's Chad. What can we do to resolve this situation? Nothing. You are rude, and I don't like you. So, wanna have some hate sex? No. I'll make it up to ya. Heard that before. Are you in the area? No, I'm not going to drive to you. Act like it wouldn't be worth it, but I... Obviously, you don't want some dick. Yours? Nope. Like a former child actor who does reality shows to stay relevant, Chad was relentless. 
If I come get ya, will that make it up to ya? Will you picking me up one time make up for fucking me and blocking me on everything? And then coming back from the dead two months later and blocking me again and coming back again and blocking me again. Well, it's kinda your fault. I'll come get you and fuck you just the way you want. Now stop being angry and let me fix it. Even if I did want that, which I don't, you'd do the same fucking thing. So no. If Chad was so committed to pursuing carnal intercourse with Kelly, why would he block her after initiating contact? Perhaps we found our answer. I was just going through a horrible breakup and it was too soon. That's fine. And I understand breakups. And you had mentioned that prior to us hanging out as well. Don't tell anyone. I told you that secret, by the way. I have a rep to withhold. Her and I had another go soon after, and she cut me with a knife. Had to call cops. You have no fucking clue what I went through, but you know what? Fuck it. Later, asshole. Know what? Sorry, I didn't mean to flip on you. So I apologize, but I went through some shit, and it doesn't go well being brought up. Despite voluntarily bringing up his breakup, Chad felt victimized by Kelly, even though he continues to ghost and block her. Meanwhile, our investigation continued, and in a bizarre twist of fate, Chad began messaging us. Oh my, Jesus, he just messaged me. What is he saying? Is this the Ariel I knew as a kid? You have to say yes. All right, okay. In the flesh. I'm saying in the flesh. Okay. Oh my god, he's responding already. Well, goddamn, you turned out well. Ha ha. Proud of ya. Laughing emoji. Is wow. he really proud of me? I think... Probably because I look nothing like the Ariel he grew up with. Are we going to ask him about Kelly? I think we need to lead into that. Maybe I'll just say, ha ha, I'm a vegan. That helps. Oh yeah. He works at a hospital. That will be meaningful to him. To make a long story short, Chad continued to message me, thinking I was his childhood friend, Ariel. Through friendly questioning, we tried to gather information on his girlfriend situation and whether or not that was actually his home. But it only resulted in useless details about his recent trip to Electric Daisy Carnival, an annual gathering of low IQ individuals who share a love of drugs and neon. Like an aspiring actor with no looks, talent, or nepotism to cash in on, we were going nowhere fast. This was especially evident when Chad started hitting on me, too. We were now in a pickle. Do we tell Kelly that the former object of her affection was now hitting on us? We decided not to, and instead surprise her by letting her listen to the podcast and learn with the rest of the general public. Hi, Kelly. Don't worry, we didn't entertain his advances. And neither did Kelly. In her own words, what you're about to hear next is their final text exchange. Sup? who I got a new phone today and my iCloud backup was from a few weeks ago. And um, I did actually get a new phone that day. And so this is all real, but I did not have his number saved. The cloud. So your approach was very new phone. Who dis? Right. 
Exactly. New phone. Who dis? And he just responds with... Chad. No last name? <laughs> no. And I respond, all caps, who ghosted me? Question mark, exclamation point. Well, because you were great in bed, but I couldn't handle it at the moment. What did you say? I said, oh, Jesus. Then he goes... So anyway, sorry. Have a good one. And I respond, all caps, I let you enter my sacred temple and that was how you repay me. And he responds and says, Okay, this was a mistake. And that was the last time Chad ever heard from Kelly. But this love story has a happy ending because Kelly finally blocked Chad. And so did we. Kelly didn't get all the answers she was initially looking for when we started our investigation, but Kelly no longer needed that information. She stood up for herself, and we're happy to report that that ghost won't be haunting her again. Ghosting to me is pretty dehumanizing. Um, I think it's pretty easy, especially as adults, to send someone a quick text and say, I'm not interested wish you the best. How many words is that? Like 10? Less than 10 words? I don't know if it's you don't have the balls to do it or you just genuinely don't care about that person. I understand if you go on a date and it fizzles because neither of you are interested. But I don't think it's fair to keep someone kind of hanging on and then just disappear. Telling someone that you're not into them so they're not left confused about what happened I think is pretty important. Now, has it occurred to you, because he does keep coming back, that it's most likely not you? I I think in my, maybe as I get older and more mature, I'm starting to realize that a little bit. Um, I think it's hard to not think that it's your fault. But then again, you're not meant for everyone, and it's okay if someone doesn't like you. Kelly is now focusing on herself, excelling in the workplace, and happily dating other people. Chad is still taking gym selfies. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ghosted Hunters. Ghosted Hunters is written and produced by Ariel Kashanchi and Aaron Darling. Music and sound editing by Wesley Valentine. Special thanks to Michael Pizzoli, Zach Foster, David Collings, and above all, Kelly. Support Ghosted Hunters by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast. And be sure to support us on Patreon. Some names have been changed to protect the ghosted and the ghosts.